Binge Pods. Welcome to Follow Daughter Startups, your exclusive gateway to the world of early stage startup founders. This is your front row seat to dive headfirst into their business pitches and stay updated with their business updates. Let's go. Imagine if we could turn any form of pollution into wealth. Wouldn't that make world a slightly better place? Well, that's the mission driving the good fell today. The Goodfeld is on a quest to tackle the large volumes of textile waste in India while improving the lives of waste collectors and sorters. Hi, I'm Ankita Pawa and you're watching Follow.Startups. Joining us is Anurag Jain, the founder and CEO of The Goodfeld. With over a decade of expertise as an entrepreneur, supply chain strategist and impact consultant, Anurag has spearheaded the revolution in textile waste management. He's right here with me today, so let's dive into his insights. Hi, Anurag. Welcome to Follow Startups. Hey, Ankita. Hey, thank you for having me. It's fantastic to have you here, Anurag. So let's start this with knowing a bit about your professional background first and how it all led to you building the good felt today. Yes. Um, so I did my undergrad from NIFT Delhi. Uh, okay. And then I graduated in 2014. I worked in different export houses, different setups that works into textiles. And there I realized I want to get into social impact. Um, to study further, I went to Parsons School of Design uh, to study design management, came back in 2019. And then from then onwards, I'm working on building social impact ventures. Um, so right now I'm building this venture called The Good Felt, which is focused on developing premium quality non-woven fabrics out of textile waste. Amazing. So now coming to business, tell us briefly what The Good Felt is all about and what is your core product or offering entails? Yes. So I'll start with the problem. So what we see in Indian households are like when we discard our clothes, it's just straight away doesn't go to like uh, to recycle or something. We basically have this tendency of passing it on to our cousins, our siblings, to our help. It becomes a pocha, it becomes like duster. And then it finally ends up in, in, a, in a trash can or something. But by the time it reaches to the landfill, the quality is so poor that no any recycler wants it. The fiber quality is very bad. It's super faded out. No, it won't go into secondhand clothing market. So we are collecting that kind of waste, sanitizing it, and then we can't make threads out of it. You can't make new new woven fabrics, but what we can do is we can compress it and we can make non-woven sheets, which then can be used for making different kinds of applications. So the typical one is fashion lifestyle accessories. So I can show you like in a brief, like what, what those products are. Or you can also make different applications such as acoustic panels, insulation for automobiles. So you might have seen those felt sheets pretty much everywhere around you. We are replacing it mm -hmm. with post-consumer waste. So that's that's our business model. So like what's the utilized process to turn such discarded clothes into uh, these quality uh, felt products? And more importantly, like what are these types of upcycle products that you guys create? Um, so what we do is we collect all the textile waste. The one that is that is wearable, we are not touching it. It's straight away going to, into secondhand clothing market. Um, the one that's completely discarded, we are then shedding it back into fibers. That fiber is through needling processes becomes felt. And then it goes into more processes of calendaring, heating and all so that it gets sanitized, but also it's tightly compressed. So it's as simple, as firm, as solid as a canvas bag. And from there, we start developing our products. Interesting. So like, give me a lowdown of your target market. Like who are the primary customers you are catering to for now? Yeah, so it depends on the application. So if we talk about like fashion lifestyle accessories, 
we are pretty much looking to all the like all the amazon brands all boutique clients everyone who basically can use our felt to make their products so the options are endless because we're not even catering to indian but we're catering to international clients uh when we talk about acoustics that's a very hot topic in india pretty much all the public spaces needs acoustic products sound noise pollution is a thing <laughs> and uh, like think of uh, hospitals hotels restaurants theaters auditoriums schools pretty much all the places where there are people talking office co-working spaces every every place needs acoustic panels okay. and that's where we are tapping into and that's where we can get our acoustic products in place so these are the two applications we are entering the market with but then there are so many applications that can be utilized it can be used as insulation heat insulation uh it can be used for footwear it can be used for packaging it can be used for built environment so anything that where you see non woven materials our products can basically replace that and it's a sustainable alternative because right now everything is polyfill mineral wool rock wool great you know so i'm personally aware of the story behind the good felt that it's not just a brand but a, a but a brand with a purpose and a purpose that i also try to endorse in my own small little ways uh i think anurag well by delving a bit deeper into the specific problem that you are addressing our audience would be able to resonate with the work even more so walk me through the specific problem that triggered the creation of the good felt like what what are the insights that you saw okay um so i guess primary insight that we see is first of all textile waste is a very 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 big issue and there is no formalized channel that can do it um that doesn't mean we have we don't have recyclers we have places like panipat and tirupur that recycles material but the demand is very specific most of them just want pure cotton most of them want like non contaminated materials and the moment the cotton poly blends come or the moment the clothes come that has lots of colors no any recycler wants it because it's very difficult to segregate and despite it being clean despite it being having having some value it still goes into landfill and as i said like indian households the problem is that the way till the time we use it to the point where it's all faded and worn out it can't even go to second clothing market so we can see a huge chunk of almost 1 million tons of textile waste every year goes goes into landfills which can be utilized into some way so that's the biggest problem and uh, another issue is that the waste pickers waste sorters communities are not getting the the respect the kind of wages the livelihood they deserve so we are kind of connecting that dot also where the waste pickers who are collecting textile waste they're getting proper wages um since now the felt is going to to premium quality market so we are kind of tapping into all the stakeholders in the supply chain making sure they're getting good wages proper wages living wages they have insurance they have healthcare they have proper schooling systems so kind of we're tapping into livelihood system of all the makers sorters collectors artists so you know given that sustainability is at the core of your business how do you ensure that your operations remain environmentally sustainable like if i specifically talk about the process you employ to increase the quality of the felt and turn them into premium products so like is that sustainable in terms of the resources used um yes so how we function is everything we rely heavily on partnerships so for instance uh, for a waste collection for, for waste collection textile waste we are working with this organization called hasrudala that is anyways doing door to door waste collection uh, for the clothing for second uh, clothing that can go into second hand they are also doing plastic metal e waste so we are kind of tap tapping into that uh, partnership and asking them if they can collect different kind of textile waste that anyways you don't you don't see a market of that's what we are collecting and then we are we are doing shredding like shredding processing and everything in panipat 
And from there, we are making our felt sheet, but everything is properly monitored and everything is like achieved with the idea of that it's, it's truly sustainable. Um, so like in terms of the ad additional material to make the felt and everything, we are not using any, any artificial glues, any virgin binders, nothing. Everything is basically textile based. So where would you say the good felt stands in terms of development as of today? Um, so right now we have cracked the technology. We have entered the market. So it's we have achieved the zero to one model. We are at one stage where everything is set. Now it's basically going from one to hundred. Um, so that means two things. One is sales to make sure like we are achieving the bigger market. We are making sales. We are showing impact through sales. And the second thing is how to make our uh, process much better because I personally believe that you can't be hundred percent perfect. You have to keep achieving for perfection. And uh, how to make sure that we are reducing carbon footprints with our actions, how to achieve to tap to the bigger market, how to replace virgin products with our products. So for us, now that is the fight we need to have. But in a foundation level, we have achieved that. Hmm. Uh, care to share some noteworthy business metrics or key performance indicators that highlight uh, the good felt performance or impact in the market so far? Yes, yes. Um, so I can give you about uh, in terms of financials. Um, so right now, this year, we are targeting to sell nine tons of textile waste as felt um, and then creating around uh, 250 per, uh, direct jobs. But then mm -hmm. we are going exponentially for the next five years. So hopefully by year five, we are expecting to make a revenue of 400,000 euros and then almost creating 12.5 uh, million working days. So when we say working days, it's we're not saying jobs because also the reason is textile sector is very informal. So people who are working in daily wage laborers or what we say is the hardy, like that's basically mm -hmm. what most of the people work with. And we have to like embrace that. Like that's how things happen. We can't change that. So that's why we are moving from proper full-time jobs to like 12.5 million working days. You know, so while we are on the topic of financials, um, could you share with us the Goodfeld's current revenue model? How do you, what's the pricing model look like? Um, so right now, so Goodfeld is a B2B business, but we also realized we also, uh, we have to enable market. So it's not like we are just keeping our felt sheets and we are, we are waiting people to buy it because it's a new product. We have to also like, uh, like engage the market, convince them this is the material that we need to work on. So we kind of have a different model right now for the initial uh, pilot stage. We are, we are working with different brands on a profit sharing basis. So for instance, we have partnered with this company called Jaggery Bags, who are used, utilizing our felt sheets and making products out of it. And then like we are entering the market on a profit sharing basis. So the, the idea is that products are in the market. We can see some traction. We can prove that there are takers for it. Uh, and along with that, then we'll step back eventually. And then like companies like Jaggery Bags and other like fashion and design companies can keep buying our felt sheets and make a revenue by themselves. Um, mm. So that's for fashion and lifestyle. But another thing we are doing is similarly with acoustics, where we are partnering with acoustic consultants and fabricators to launch the product in the market as, as a partnership with Goodfeld. Uh, and it's on profit sharing basis, but eventually then we'll step down and, okay, now since there's a market, you can sell it. Now it's all organic. We'll step down and we'll, okay, now you can just buy felt sheet from us because our business is to do innovation at the felt making process, but not into developing products and selling in the market. So now I'm curious, Anurag, has the Goodfeld received any backing from investors to date? Like, could you provide an update on the current funding status? Definitely. Um, so right now, the Goodfeld is an in-house venture by this company called Enview. So it's a venture building studio headquartered in the Netherlands. But then we have different programs going on. In India, we are focused on textile waste management programs. So Goodfeld comes into that cohort. 
and in terms of uh, like funding so right now it's it's dependent on grant funding so ike foundation is one of the primary funders for this project but then we also have support from hnm foundation and uh, alwali philanthropy uh, but ike foundation is the primary funder and it's all dependent on grants we are now moving into equity funding uh, which hopefully we'll see it by third quarter of this year okay so as you continue to grow like how do you plan to scale your impact and reach a wider audience both locally and globally in future perhaps um so we are talking to big brands so we have already started doing business with small brands boutique brands who can basically take small small orders so at least we have a name we have an image but now we are convincing big brands to place bulk orders and con- and convincing our impact so that this is what like your brand should resonate with so anyways that conversation is anyways happening um with both fashion lifestyle both, both with also with acoustics but then we are we are also focusing on increasing our applications so footwear is something that we are tapping into packaging insulation automobiles so down the line by like in coming months we'll, you'll see our products showing like different kind of applications and it's it's basically our business model is to have like not to be a provider of non woven fabric sheets for different industries now i'm looking forward to those definitely so where's your office located um so it's in bangalore but then our okay. operations are happening in different parts of india because like that's that's where we we can see an impact if we like kind of leverage different partnerships hmm anurag like i know uh, you as someone who's been deeply involved in the circular economy and the mission to mitigate textile waste for quite some time now so uh, the goodfield is of course like another significant venture in that domain so tell us who all are involved in running this business sustainably like how are the various departments structured within the organization Yes um so I'll talk about the partnership so when it comes to procurement then we are heavily dependent on uh, waste procurement partners so I I mentioned Hasrudalized one in Bangalore but then we have another one in Sahas then we also work in Fashion for Good so one of the product streams that we have developed was uh, done through Fashion for Good where we have collected H&M in-store waste collection and developed products out of it um so that's partnership on the procurement side then we also have partnerships with waste manufacturers um where we are doing lots of r&d and making sure that the felt is like is sellable but also we are doing how to make make the quality better and better um then the third is like our profit sharing basis partnership like with jaggery with acoustic panels just to make sure that it's kind of helping us to enter the market despite being a b2b businesses so i would say we are having partnerships on these three levels and then uh, the goodfeld sits at the center of it kind of like coordinating making sure that they are solid impact numbers it's making revenue and it's scalable so how big is your team um so within the goodfeld we are a team of five people so it's basically three full time people and two interns so that's that's how we are functioning it's a very small team but hopefully it will grow like yeah like are you on the lookout for any potential hires yes um so the idea is right now like all five of us are everyone from peon to director <laughs> but that's 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 how like company start but then the ideas we are looking for like operations manager marcom head like we want to have different departments just to make sure like we have specialized people for different for different tasks like it's 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 funny when i basically do like linkedin posts but also i'm like talking to investors but then i'm also like kind of like packing products and shipping it to different buyers um it's it's how things happen but that's not the idealist, idealistic way of running a business so hopefully like as we get funding and all we'll have like hiring for specialized department hmm. so now we are almost nearing the end of this conversation so tell us looking ahead 
uh, what can we expect from the Goodfield in the next 12 months per se? Are there any exciting product releases, market expansion efforts or new initiatives on the horizon? Um, so product releases are already happening. So you will, you hopefully you will see like lots of it. You might at least see Goodfell's name in different like unexpected places. Maybe like it's like maybe you will see an office space and you will see like the Goodfell acoustic products like or like on the walls. Maybe you go to a boutique store and you might see like our products like being there. So hopefully, like what what I hope that what will achieve is like people see like the Goodfell in different avenues, which which they, they were not expecting. <laughs> Awesome. You know, it's inspiring to see how your venture is not only focused on reducing waste, but also improving livelihoods and generating more jobs. So Anurag, drawing from your past experiences, what would you say are the top three factors that have been instrumental in building a business like The Good Felt? Okay, three. Um, I would say the very first one, which is like on top of like the criteria would be, is like always to keep like business and impact like side by side. Like usually like most of the businesses that I see, which are like kind of say social impact, they kind of make business first and then impact second. And I'm like, no, like that's not how impact businesses happen. It has to be like impact and business has to go, has to be side by side. And there shouldn't be any compromise on both the aspects. Um, so that's first. Then second is uh, when you talk about stakeholders, you have to kind of respect them, be inclusive. Uh, appreciate the diversity and get them on board instead of like kind of instead of delegation instead of expecting us to do the job for us so to understand the problem if we talk about livelihood it's a very very heavy word and when you say like our, our venture is building livelihood you also are responsible for so many things as to make sure that these people are empowered but also have like proper the living conditions that we all are like taking it as a privilege so that also is the second thing that needs to be covered and third is we have to be mindful of our waste. Like it's, it's, I won't say that it's all only on the people. It's also the corporate or big companies who are also responsible for the waste, but the charity begins at home. Action begins at home. So when you are throwing your clothes and everything, like just the basic step of wash it and then throw it away, because just the way you don't want to touch anyone's clothes, that's dirty. The same respect has to be given with waste workers. So these kind of decent actions can basically help us to like for businesses like us, but also to give to support those waste workers and waste pickers. Absolutely. Thank you so much for sharing that. So Nora, given our intention to reach a broader audience with this video, are there any specific areas where you are seeking support, uh, such as potential partnerships, investments, industry collaborations or connections with experts like this is your opportunity to voice any needs? Oh, my God, I need everything. <laughs> 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 so right now, like since I, I just said we have entered the market, so I would like appreciate if like if the viewers can go to the Jaggery website and check out our products, and reach out to me like, like just to see if they can see any partnership, investment opportunities, or just like they want to talk to me and like brainstorm with me. Um, like I'm happy with that, and yeah, do check out our products like on Jaggery website and like just follow us on our social media LinkedIn to get like regular updates, and yeah, that's that's. That's all. So before we jump on to our concluding round, which is a rapid fire round, would you like to show us the products that I'm assuming you have with you a lot? Yeah. <laughs> um, so I'll, I'll start with this tote bag. I don't know if it's... Oh, wow. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So it's made out of all textile waste. And this is basically what the element of Jaggery put, which is uh, the discarded car's seat belts. Oh, kind of okay. 
percent. So that's like one of the products that we have built, and the white is all textile waste, like which is segregated and made into felt sheets. Amazing. So then we have something like this, which is like a laptop bag. So again, this is H and M Insta Waste Collection Waste, which again got collected and shredded into felt. Hmm. That's what we have made. So it's pretty much at par with what you see on Amazon or like any 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 fashion brands. It's just that this is all like hundred percent circular and it's all made out of the waste that people throw away from their houses. Oh my god, I'm stunned. Well, and I request the audience to do check out their products. Uh, and now, Anurag, let's do a quick rapid fire round. Are you ready? Yes. Okay. Question number one: Is there a book that you would like to recommend that has greatly influenced your career? Okay, um, I'm just reading my uh, the Power Law. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number two: uh, Which is your go-to productivity tool or app that you find most helpful in your daily work? I mean, I just like take a break, like learn an instrument, and I feel like once you're out of it, you are more productive. Like don't just don't work, work, work. Like it's like get a hobby and like like be committed to it. Like that well, that's basically what makes you productive. <laughs> that's a smart answer. Okay, question number three: Can you share a fun fact about you that most people don't know yet? I play ukulele. Wow. Oh. Okay. Question number four. So there's a saying that don't tell me who you are, just tell me what brands you use. So describe yourself using just the names of three brands you use. Nowadays, I'm 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 kind of like being like crazy about shoes. So I basically got like some New Balance shoes. So that's 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 one I would say. Like I have I've started buying like lots of kurtas, but like from random brands. So like I can't think of like anything. But I'm I'm just feeling like I'm I'm going I'm I'm getting old. I should wear like more kurtas. Like be like more like a <laughs> more serious okay. chap. I guess third is IKEA because since we are like supported by IKEA Foundation, I just feel like I'm like. <laughs> <laughs> you are obligated to say their name. <laughs> like, sales, I'm kind of like supporting our funders by like by like yeah. giving them some sense from. <laughs> okay, question number four. What is your favorite quotation or mantra that you really like or you live by? What you seek is seeking you by Rumi. <laughs> okay, last but not the least, what is your one piece of advice for the young audience watching this? I would say question everything. I feel like the young audience, if like for me, they are Gen Zs, and I feel they're already very smart, and they are like actually like kind of other people who will harbor the change. So I would say like stay like that. Like ask questions, challenge your elders, because that's like that's how like the world will become a better place. And Anurag, last question: How are you feeling? I hope this was worthy of your time. Thank you so much for doing this. Yes, yes, of course. It's a great time. And before I let you go, I would love for you to share a wish you have for the Goodfeld. Oh man, Goodfeld will become the first social impact venture to get unicorn funding. So well, here's to Goodfeld uplifting lives and sustaining our planet. Wishing you continued success on this remarkable journey. And thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. If you would like to stay updated with the latest developments and business insights at the Goodfeld, you can follow their channel on follow.us/startups. Thank you for tuning in. If you want to listen to more such interviews with innovative new founders, don't forget to visit www.follow.us/startups. And if you want to showcase your startup, feel free to drop me a note at ankita.bahava@follow.us. We'd love to hear your story.